Welcome to the GV Talks Book Show, where it's all about reading and literacy at Genesee Valley Central School. Join us as we talk about the ongoing book studies in our district, updates in our library, and hear about our amazing literacy celebrations throughout the year. Join me, your host, Lindsay Simpson, as we hear from our very own Genesee Valley literacy gurus as we celebrate literacy together. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to GV Talks Books. I am your host, Lindsay Simpson, and we are back discussing The Little House in the Big Woods with our third grade students, and I'm going to have them introduce themselves um, and give us their first and last name and what class they're in, who their homeroom teacher is. So, Natalie, I'll start with you. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Natalie, and... Natalie White, and I'm in third grade. And who is your teacher, Natalie? Miss Schaefer. Miss Schaefer, thank you so much for coming with us today. Um, Nadia, can you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Nadia McAvoy. Um, I'm in third grade, and my teacher is Miss Schaefer. Thank you, Nadia. And our last guest today uh, always spends her time with me on this podcast. I'm so grateful that she's here with us. Can you introduce yourself? Uh, hi, my name is Mrs. North Porn. I'm the librarian at Genesee Valley. So we also thank you, all of our listeners, to join us who are joining us today and um, joining us on our adventure through the Little House in the Big Woods. Today we are going to be discussing Chapter 4. And it's perfect timing because Chapter 4 was all about their winter traditions. They celebrated Christmas. So we're going to do some reflecting and talk about what we did this past winter um, and our own winter traditions, whatever they might be. But we would like to start out with sharing a passage from the chapter. So I'm going to ask that Mrs. Norsetha Porn um, give us her wonderful reading voice and share that passage with us. So Mrs. Norsetha Porn, I'm going to hand it off to you. Okay, great. We're all going to get cozy and listen up. And listen, that's right. Snuggle in. All right, here we go. The days were clear and bright. Laura and Mary stood on chairs by the window and looked out across the glittering snow at the glittering trees. Snow was piled all along their bare, dark branches, and it sparkled in the sunshine. Icicles hung from the eaves of the house to the snowbanks. Great icicles, as large at the top as Laura's arm. They were like glass and full of sharp lights. Pa's breath hung in the air like smoke when he came along the path from the barn. He breathed out in clouds and it froze in white frost on his mustache and beard. When he came in, stamping the snow from his boots, and caught up Laura in a big bear hug against his cold, big coat, his mustache was beaded with little drops of melting frost. Every night, he was busy working on a large piece of board and two small pieces. He whittled them with his knife and rubbed them with sandpaper in the palm of his hand until when Laura touched them, they felt soft and smooth as silk. Then, with his sharp jackknife, he worked at them, cutting the edges of the large one into little peaks and towers with a large star carved on the very tallest point. He cut little holes through the wood. He cut the holes in shapes of windows and little stars and crescent moons and circles. All around them, he, he carved tiny leaves and flowers and birds. 
One of the little boards he shaped in a lovely curve, and around its edges he carved leaves and flowers and stars, and through it he cut crescent moons. Around the edges of the smallest board he carved a tiny flowering vine. He made the tiniest shavings, cutting very slowly and carefully, making whatever he thought would be pretty. At last, he held the pieces finished, and one night he fitted them together. When he was done, the large piece was a beautifully carved back for a smooth little shelf across its middle. The large star was at the very top of it. The curved piece supported the shelf underneath, and it was carved beautifully too, and the little vine ran along the edge of the shelf. Pa had made this bracket for a Christmas present for Ma. He hung it carefully against the log wall between the windows, and Ma stood her little china woman on the shelf. The little china woman had a china bonnet on her head, and china curls hung against her china neck. Her china dress was laced across in front, and she wore a pale pink china apron and little gilt china shoes. She was beautiful standing on the shelf with flowers and leaves and birds and moons carved all around her, and a large star at the very top. Ma was busy all day long cooking good things for Christmas. She baked salt rising bread and Ryan engine bread and Swedish crackers and a huge pan of baked beans with pork, salt pork and molasses. She baked vinegar pies and dried apple pies and filled a big jar with cookies and she let Laura and Mary lick the cake spoon. One morning she boiled molasses and sugar together until they made a thick syrup and Pa brought in two pans of clean white snow from outdoors. Laura and Mary each had a pan, and Pa and Ma showed them how to pour the dark syrup in little streams onto the snow. They made circles and squiggly things, and these hardened at once and were candy. Laura and Mary might eat one piece each, but the rest was saved for Christmas Day. All this was done because Aunt Eliza and Uncle Peter and the cousins, Peter and Alice and Ella, were coming to spend Christmas. The day before Christmas, they came. Laura and Mary heard the gay ringing of the sleigh bells growing louder every moment, and then the big bobsled came out of the woods and drove up to the gate. Aunt Eliza and Uncle Peter and the cousins were in it, all covered up under blankets and robes and buffalo skins. They were wrapped up in so many coats and mufflers and veils and shawls that they looked like big, shapeless bundles. When they all came in, the little house was full and running over. Black Susan ran out and hid in the barn, but Jack leapt in circles through the snow, barking as though he would never stop. Now there were cousins to play with. As soon as Aunt Eliza had unwrapped them, Peter and Alice and Ella and Laura and Mary began to run and shout. At last, Aunt Eliza told them to be quiet. And then Alice said, I'll tell you what let's do. Let's make pictures. Alice said they must go outdoors to do it, and Ma thought it was too cold for Laura to play outdoors. But when she saw how disappointed Laura was, she said she might go for her, after all, for a little while. She put on Laura's coat and mittens and the warm cape with a hood and wrapped a muffler around her neck and let her go. Laura had never had so much fun. All morning she played outdoors in the snow with Alice and Ella and Peter and Mary making pictures. The way they did it was this. Each one, by herself, climbed up on a stump, and then all at once, holding their arms out wide, they fell off the stumps into the soft, deep snow. They fell flat on their faces. Then they tried to get up without spoiling the marks they made when they fell. If they did it well, there in the snow were five holes, shaped almost exactly like four little girls and a boy, arms and legs and all. They called these their pictures. 
They played so hard all day that when night came, they were too excited to sleep. But they must sleep, or Santa Claus would not come. So they hung up their stockings by the fireplace and said their prayers and went to bed. Alice and Ella and Mary and Laura all in one big bed on the floor. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Mrs. Nurse Akpour, and I always love to hear you read. Oh, good. So in our passage, we heard a lot about what they did um, for their holiday tradition, um, and that was just a small passage of chapter four. But we, as we read the rest of the chapter, we got to learn some more details as well. So between that passage and the rest of the ch chapter, Nadia, can you share with our listeners what did Pa give Ma for Christmas? He gave her a wood carved present that had moons and stars and butterflies carved into it. Yeah, that sounds absolutely beautiful. Um, I definitely cannot carve things probably like Pa could, so I would love to get a gift like that. Um, have you guys ever given someone a homemade present, you know, whether it be a craft or a card. Um, what type of homemade, you guys are nodding, what type of homemade gifts have you made? Natalie, what have you made? Well, it's normally if I hear if our tree's going to go up or if it is December, I was like, it's harder because I don't have any, like, boxes or anything, so I have to use things in my room. And then... One time, we, for, um, what's it called, Thanksgiving, we had these little, like, foam pumpkins, and I cut one in half, and I tried to take as much of the little white balls out of it in the box. I made a campfire with, like, s'mores out of slime and stuff. <laughs> it that sounds really time. cool, Natalie. <laughs> I know, and then I had, I emptied out a, um, cards, a, like a princess cards, and normally before bed or something, um, we always see who won by saying, well, we more said it first. That's what we would always do, and I wrote it in a card. And I put, like, all sorts of candy in it with the um, box. And then I closed it and, like, wrapped it really pretty. Then that sounds awesome. I think those are the best. I love, love, love a homemade card. I have a niece who is in 10th grade, and she still makes homemade cards. And they still make me cry. And they're still my favorite. I love a homemade <laughs> card. <laughs> nothing is better than a good homemade card. Oh, How about nothing. you, Nadia? Have you ever made a homemade present? What have you made? I took in, like, pencils, and I've, like, taped them to a piece of paper. And then I've, like, and then I put, like, little, um, like, green paper on it so it looks like a tree. And then I took, like, yellow paper and put a star on it, and I made, like, five of them. That sounds so creative. I think that you, Nadia, and Natalie would both fit right in with our Ingalls family with how creative you are in making homemade gifts. That sounds absolutely wonderful. But 
Ma was not the only person who got a special present at Christmas in the Little House in the Big Woods. What special gift did Laura get from Santa? Natalie, do you remember? She got a doll for Christmas. Yeah, and we heard that description of the doll. Can you remember what the doll looked like? She had, like, a dress with, like, long brown hair, kind of. And was mm-hmm. it blue eyes? Yes. Then she and those, I think had... those were, like, the most important descriptions. Do you think that um, it's something that is very common for these girls to have a doll like that? Do you think that they have lots of dolls and lots of toys in their house? Nadia, you're shaking your head. What do you think? I don't think so because um, they don't have all the stuff we do. How do you think Laura felt getting a doll like this, Nadia? Really happy. I think she's also really happy because I have a three-story Barbie dream house right over there. Whoa. Well, kind of four, including the attic. Do you remember uh, what Laura used for a doll before Christmas? You guys remember, girls? Nadia? Hmm. I know what they used as a ball, but I don't yeah. know what they used yeah, that was creative, right? They used, so the doll was a corn cob. It was a corn cob doll. Remember? Yep. So for her to get an actual, yeah, for her to get an actual doll was a big deal. What did they use for a ball? They used a pig's private. Pig's bladder. The pig's bladder is what they used. Yes, yes. Yep, which was just go, ooh, ooh, doesn't it? <laughs> That's such a good point, Mrs. North at the point. You know, it's, going from a corn cob doll to an actual doll is a big deal. You know, you won't have corn falling off in your hands as you play with her. For right, one, right. it's not going to fall apart. Um, so, yeah, I think we're all, I think we all agree that Laura felt pretty special getting a doll like that from Santa. So what do you guys think? Do you think that the Ingalls family had a good Christmas? Yeah, everybody's shaking their heads. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. So our winter traditions this year were a little different than last with um, COVID-19 and the pandemic, but that doesn't always mean that it's bad. Right? So even though we may not have done everything we used to the way we used to, what is something that happened that you would want to do again in the future? Or what was something that happened over your winter break or winter tradition that you had a lot of fun with? Who would want to share what they did over, over our winter break or even just in December in general? Nadia? We went for a walk with our dogs and we went into a pet store and bought them a bunch of Christmas outfits. Oh, that's fun. How many dogs do you have, Nadia? Two. Oh, did they have a lot of fun um, getting in their Christmas outfits? Yeah. Yeah. Not really red. red. We have a puppy, and then we have a dog that's two, year, two years old. His name is Bruno. Bruno didn't really like it, but Reggie 
she turned apart. That's awesome. Reggie liked it, Nat- Bruno didn't. <laughs> well, that's okay, Bruno. We, we can avoid the dress-ups in the future, I guess. <laughs> Natalie, how about you? What was something that you did over your winter break or in December that you enjoyed? We, most of my cousins and our friends came over, and we had a big snow party and stuff. We, and we and my cousin Dominic and Ashton brought their four wheeler and we tied a sled to it and we ran around in circles really fast in the yard and someone was on the back in the sled. That sounds so much fun and it's one of my favorite winter activities. If every if anyone is listening who's from like a city who's not from the country like we are, they might not understand what that is or they might even sound think that that sounds a little scary. But I was sharing with Natalie before we started that in my family we call that power sledding. When you hook a sled up to a four-wheeler or even like a snowmobile and then you get pulled around a field or around your yard. Natalie, I would love to join you someday. I think that'd be so much fun. (laughs) Oh, Mrs. Norseth of Horn, what about you? What is something that you did over our winter break or through December that you enjoyed? Um, we were uh, we were a bit under the weather at our house, so um, it was just our family. So we weren't able to um, to be with uh, anyone besides just our very immediate family, which was sad to me because you, you think of the holidays and always being together. But it was very it was very nice just to be just the four of us. Uh, we really spent a lot of time together. Um, so that's something that when you said earlier, what would you like to keep? I think that was something that that I think about and think, mm, I would like to do that again. Just set it, carve aside some time where it's just for us. So it was nice. But I did miss my big family because it's always fun to get together. Of course, yeah, I know um, for my family, we kind of were in the same boat where we just stayed with our um, in our intimate family, our very close family. So normally Christmas Day is like 30 people all yes. in my mother-in-law's house, and her house cannot fit 30 people. And that's part of the charm, you know, who gets the couch and who sits on the floor. I normally end up on the floor. Um, but there's lots and lots of people, and this year we didn't have that, but... It also was the first Christmas that we had with my daughter. Um, And so we had my um, in-laws, they came over Christmas morning because they weren't busy trying to prepare for everybody. And they were able to be with us as Scarlett opened up her gifts. And so um, we all kind of reflected and thought, you know what, that's pretty nice. Maybe we need to take some things off of our plate on Christmas Day or start a little bit later so that we can continue that tradition of just the small, small group. So I think we are the same in that. Yes, yes, absolutely. Nice. Um, And one other thing that I'm just going to add, because I think I saw some of your faces there too. Did anybody join uh, Mr. Misingo's sing-along? So he, our music teacher at our school, did a virtual sing-along. And I did turn that on at my house. And my whole family, thank goodness we were muted, because we're not all singers. (laughs) <laughs> we all 
sang along to some some carols, and that was really fun too. So I think that would be such a fun tradition to continue as well to as to have a community sing along. That was fun. That was fun. Natalie and Nadia, would you do a, a sing along if we did that again? What do you guys think? <laughs> Maybe not. not singers. No, not singers. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. So the way we like to end every episode um, in our little house in the big woods is I would love to know who your favorite character is in the book and why. So who would like to share first? Who's your favorite character in our book? Nadia? Probably Paul because he's really creative. Yes, he I is. I love that. Yes, Pa is so creative. Um, my favorite character from this chapter would be, it changes for every chapter. I love them all. But for this chapter, I'm going to go with Ma. She just works really hard to make everything special. She just makes sure that they makes everything special. I think about a Christmas breakfast with pancakes. Instead of just round pancakes, they got pancake men with the head and the arms and the legs. And she just likes to make it special for the kids. I do like Ma, too, because she's really nice and she respects everybody. And she just is really nice. And she does a lot for the family. I agree. I agree, Natalie. Yeah, I agree, too. She does do a lot. And so I actually, I think I picked Ma last episode, and I think I'm going to stick with Ma uh, because I do agree she does a lot for the family, and she just seems to come up with some really fun activities like making the candy and, you know, doing some crafts with everybody. I just think that sounds so much fun. I think I could hang out with Ma and have a pretty good time. Um, but... I also enjoyed that this chapter introduced us to Aunt Eliza and Uncle Peter because um, they're, they're not normally in our book. They were just visiting for the holidays. So we got to, to get a little peek into their family, and they sounded like they were pretty cool people too. So I liked that we were able to be introduced to them as well. So um, I want to thank all of you for joining me. Natalie and Nadia, this is your off day, so you're joining us from home. And I just loved that I got to see your faces today and chat about our book. Would you guys come back on with me and do another chapter someday? Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And for all of our listeners out there, if you would like to join us as we talk about The Little House in the Big Woods, uh, by Laurel Ingalls Wilder. You can go to your local library, pick up a copy, or just join us every week, every Thursday, and we will uh, be chatting about each chapter, and you can get a little taste. Until next time. From everyone here at Genesee Valley, we want to thank you for joining us for today's episode of GV Talks Books, and to remind you, the journey of a lifetime starts with the turning of a page.